This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Where they're going this year is dependent, as we say, on Cole and Judge. But I want to ask you, I've got a couple of people in mind. One, let's start with the pitcher. One pitcher who needs to who needs to step up and be the guy to get the Yankees where they want to go. Your thought. I mean, we just spoke on Cole a ton. I think everybody knows that. So my my all right, so here's my I have a one A and one B for, for this. Okay. Um one A is is Frankie Montas, okay. who actually settled in and pitched fine. Like, yeah, that game was frustrating Friday because you know, uh Wander Franco. And then Randy Rosarena got to him quickly. I was like, oh, Tampa can't wait to ruin this Derek Jeter party. Yeah. But then without that that play not being made, right, if Aaron Hicks makes that play, that game is different. And then the Yankees yeah. were able to come back and score two runs. Montas was was fine. He threw the most pitches he's thrown this season. Uh, I think he had 106 pitches thrown. That's a good fine. sign. Getting but stronger. In the, in the ballpark, hearing random fans yell things, Oh, this is Sonny Gray 2.0. Ah, oh, another Cashman. Uh, Cashman can't find pitching. Another Cashman trade gone wrong. I'm like, I don't know about that, folks. Like, like this guy can be a solid starter for us. And we went to get him, right, because you expect to see him pitch in October. Yeah. So he, if, if we expect to see him pitch in October, we need him to be solid. That's my 1A. But then my 1B is Clay Holmes. And Clay yeah. Holmes has been solid since he's come back. Yeah. Um, He'll take you on a little bit of an adventure. Actually, two weekends ago in Tampa, you took us on a little bit of an adventure. Oh, yeah. And then the home plate ump kind of bailed us out. What, Whatever, you know, however you feel about that call, whatever. He still, it was a strike. It's it was, strike. yeah. <laughs> depending on the strike zone, it might not have been a strike on TV with the box, but uh, it was called a strike. And uh, for me, it's, it's, it's Clay Holmes. Maybe even more so than Montas, because you need a closer that is locked down like without a doubt you it, there's no way to win uh down the stretch and in october if you don't have a guy that is going in there that you're confident can get those last three out so for me it's frankie montas and clay holmes i've got one and uh, um it, it it goes along the line with bullpen here because you know you know that you know bullpen success is obviously essential in postseason games you know you lock these got these games down in late innings and because holmes is who he is my other my I'm actually going with Jonathan Loisega because what I feel is that Clay Holmes has been effective, but he doesn't get a lot of swing and miss. He pitches to a lot of contact, 
And I think that gets dangerous closing games, especially in October. I think you're looking for swing and miss guys. And I think Lawizaga has a little bit better ability to get swing and miss. And it wouldn't surprise me if you see these roles reversed as you get into the later stages. Because as I said, protecting leads and, and small leads, the contact becomes can become an issue. Um, I, I just feel like Loisaga, as he starts to peak, and I use that phrase a lot now because this is what you want from guys this time of year. As Loisaga starts to show you he's more like the guy he was last year, I have a feeling that swing and miss is going to play better in the ninth inning than it would the seventh or the eighth. And I think you you might see the Yankees try that a, a few times. I, I, I feel like he's my key because we know who the rest of the guys are here, and you're getting really good performances out of, out of Marinaccio and all the setup guys. I feel like, and, and Trevino has been good since he came back uh, or since, since uh, he was traded for to me, Lewisic is the key here. It wouldn't surprise me if he's closing out games once we get to October. Yeah. And, and it's interesting how they both kind of, you know, were on the IL and had to get fixed around the same time, had to figure it out, get right. And now since they've been back, we're kind of all looking around like, Hey, I think Lewisic is back. I think Clay is back. This is the version of them that we need down the stretch. Hopefully it continues, and I think it will. They, they've they both been very, very solid, and we know what they look like when they're not on. They haven't looked like that lately. All right, so one position player. We I, we know Judge has to be Judge, right? Who's the position player that needs to be the guy here besides Judge? Glaber Torres. And uh, I think in the last episode I said, what is Glaber Torres without his bat, right? Yeah. They believe in Glaber Torres because of his bat. They move Glaber Torres back to second base instead of moving on from him because of his bat, yeah. right? When Glaber Torres does not bring his power back, the Yankees aren't the same. Now Glaber Torres is hitting run- home runs again. Now all of a sudden things are clicking. Uh, whether you put Glaber Torres third or fourth, which you shouldn't have to put Glaber Torres third or fourth when everybody yeah. comes back, Glaber Torres bringing his bat and being lower in the lineup can be a sneaky weapon for the Yankees. To me, it's Glaber Torres. Um, I would say John Carlos Stanton, but um, he doesn't play the field, and I don't think he's going to well, play the field. But he, but he's a position player. DH is a position, Keith. It's a real position, okay? It is. Let's, let's <laughs> it is. It uh, is. Uh, it's been around for 50 years. It's a real position, um, despite what some people like to say. Um, I, I like Torres, and you're right. Moving him down the lineup as guys get healthy. Um my inclination here was to say DJ LeMahieu because I know how good and important he is getting him back. But the more I thought about it, I actually feel it's more Anthony Rizzo um, because as we saw some of the Yankee lineups, you know, without Rizzo in there, it gets very right-handed. And you know, Joey Gallo didn't work out, so that left-handed bat is gone. A lefty power bat. I know Cabrera is a switch, and he's showing you some power, but he's more of a bottom of the order kind of guy, right? Um, Anthony Rizzo being able to split up Judge and Stanton uh, or Torres, any, anybody in that mix, that's very important for this lineup. And if he's going to be healthy and can get his back through the final month and change here, that is the big guy. Because, uh, Keith, let's remember, the Yan- these are the Yankees, but how many – People on this team have World Series experience. Right. There aren't very many. Anthony Rizzo was one of them. I think they need his leadership. I think that is key. He was in the dugout laughing, smiling, and, uh, you know, throwing up his his uh, signature sign with Glaber Torres. And I think he's on the way back. And another part about Rizzo, like you said, the World Series experience, he's got to lead the way. He's got to show guys what to do in October or how to be locked in and that type of stuff, just kind of follow his lead. But first base. 
uh, Marwin Gonzalez, yeah, I was worried about. I was worried about this whole time with Marwin. But, you know, he managed to get us through just fine. And luckily they scored enough runs where it wasn't a close game that came down to a couple of mistakes at first. Yeah. But you don't want Marwin Gonzalez at first base every day. You need a gold glove Anthony Rizzo who cleans up everything, whether you have IKF throwing the ball from shortstop or third or a rookie in Peraza at shortstop or uh, Josh Donaldson, who sometimes his throws can be all over the place. You need Anthony Rizzo to lock it down defensively. And like you said, his left-handed power bat in between Judge and Stanton and just having that lefty power bat in the lineup, him coming back uh, for this stretch run into the postseason is huge. This is what you re-sign that guy for. This is what you want a World Series guy like that for. I hope he's good with the headaches and the back the rest of the stretch because he is going to be very important for the Yankees. He was the MVP to start this season. We hope he can be MVP like the rest of the season and, and you know, kind of protect um, some guys in that lineup. Don't slight Aaron Judge now. We know he's the MVP. Right? <laughs> um, of course. But, but listen, I, I, I agree with you. Just, you know, Stan, uh, Rizzo just appears to have everything there. And I think we take for granted sometimes. The Yankees used to have a lineup full of guys who had World Series rings and experience. Well, that was a long time ago. And Anthony Rizzo is the guy who I think who has to show them that way. Um, but before he comes back, the Yankees have a couple of days in a row, as you mentioned, same lineup. They ran out Judge and Stanton back to back. Um, that won't happen once Rizzo gets back, but I'm wondering, do you like it? I feel like, so, you know, watching the game, uh, Saturday and Sunday, and even for like Corey Kluber, who that's his fifth time facing the Yankees in one season. Like, is that a record? Like how many, I feel like five times, a lot of time for one guy to face one team, especially a team that he played for that gave him 11 million, you know, year before. (laughs) Not (laughs) that you're uh, no. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's intimidating. You have two of the best power hitters in the world (laughs) that you have to face first, judge and then stand, where you know if you make a mistake, that ball is leaving the park. So I didn't mind seeing it, especially because we needed it. Um, You needed to start the game off with two guys that have experience, like I said, that are threats to hit the ball out of the park. And uh, if they don't, right, you know, Stanton was working his walks. And, uh, you know, if they don't, uh, if they don't throw strikes, they're going to put guys on. Or if they don't throw strikes, uh, it turns into a knock. So I didn't mind seeing the 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 Twin Towers. That's a terrible reference on uh, yeah. September 12th. But you know what I'm talking about. The Bash yeah. Brothers. What other names do they have for Judge and Stanton? Uh, they're being the you know power guys back and forth. When, when Stanton was acquired, people said, oh, we already have a power hitting right fielder. Well, it doesn't hurt to have two guys like that. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are definitely striking fear. And having him up in the first inning, you know, that's not a bad thing. It's not going to last. You know, you get Rizzo back, you're going to split these guys up a little bit. Um, but it was it was interesting to see that. And Here's, uh, here's a better one. Here's a better one. The New York baseball giants. 
There you go. That's right. I like it. I like that one a lot. Yeah. It's funny because I've always had this little pet peeve when everyone, you know, they call them the football giants, the New York football giants. Well, there's only one kind. There hasn't been another one <laughs> Giants for 60 plus years. You don't have to decipher now. Let that go. You know, the, the New York football Giants, but there are no other New York Giants. <laughs> You know, it's it's that's a little pet peeve of mine. Um, here's something that you know we we talked about last week when we had Randy Wilkins on. Uh, we talked about the the last time that Derek Jeter was honored. Uh, they retired his number. That was in 2017, and that game was over pretty quickly. First inning, uh, you know, big outburst and uh, from the Astros and Altuve's hitting home runs, and uh, that game got away quickly. Well, Friday night you were there, uh, a little air out of the building with um with the Tampa Tampa Bay shutting out the Yankees until late in the game. So I gotta ask you, do we do we need to just stop honoring anybody or or just Derek Jeter before games? Because the vibes are not good. No, these guys gotta play better. And these guys <laughs> gotta be able to, you know, stomach all that and handle all that and process all that and still go play a baseball game. It was crazy in there. I said Derek Jeter gets people to listen and cooperate. I I've never seen that many people at 630 in their seats in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> right, not right. for John and Susan Bobblehead, not nope. for postseason games, for Derek Jeter night where the Yankees stress, get there early, get there early. Yep. People listen. They opened the gates 30 minutes early and people were lined up and got in there. And it was a lot. It was a lot. You see people standing, everyone filming. Again, people crying. I talked about how people cried yep. um, during the captain screening. Well, them seeing Jeter actually out there with Tino and Mariano and Pettit and Posada and Cece. It, yep. it just brings back the old vibes. It brings back the old memories. I'm standing out there like, man, I'm an old man now. This is what I watched as a kid. This is this is my intro to the baseball, yeah. to the Yankees. Yep. And now I'm standing in Yankee Stadium watching these clips on the big screen. Jeter's got three daughters that have no idea who he is or what yeah. he what he's done for us. And uh for the Yankees to come out and blow that one after they blew. Uh, the one in 2017 where Tanaka pitched and yeah. uh, Springer, I think, led off with the home run and the Astros smoked the Yankees. Uh, it's just like it was like deja vu, but in a different way. Right. It wasn't like the Yankees blew it. Honestly, Aaron Hicks blew it. And uh, I felt bad for Frankie <laughs> yeah. Montas. I was like, man, imagine going from pitching in the Oakland Coliseum with 3000 people on average at each game. So now you're stepping in to Yankee Stadium on Derek Jeter night. Jeter's throwing the first pitch. You got to shake Jeter's hand before before your start, and you're looking at all these people. Derek Jeter, yeah. it's like whoa! Talk That's about pressure. That's who you're here for, and it's only going to get ramped up even more. Um, but yeah, they need to feel some of that Jeter vibe and not let him down the next time. I think I think it'll be a while before they bring Jeter back for any sort of ceremony because the last two results haven't been in their favor. Uh, maybe they'll let him, you know, maybe they'll, you know, I don't even know. Do you want him to throw out the first pitch at a World Series game or something? Because you know, I don't know. Those vibes don't feel very good right now. No, no, no. I think it's just too much. Jeter was the face of the Yankees, the face of baseball. A, a lot of these guys on the team grew up watching Derek Jeter as yeah, it's sure. just a, it's a lot it's a wave you can feel the wave of emotion coming over people it's a lot to just like play a baseball game after that (laughs) so uh listen the yankees are off on monday and it's actually kind of a quiet stretch we talked about you know tampa bay has a lot happening including the five game series with toronto the yankees have three off days in the next 10 so that gives you keith time to do something else to maybe watch something else i want to know 
On the nights you don't have to watch Yankee baseball coming up, what are you going to be watching? Oh, well, definitely football. I'm a football guy, former football player, played college football. I watched every second of red zone yesterday. I watched the Giants. Shout out to the New York football Giants getting a huge win. Like, that looked different. It looked like a different vibe and energy. So I'll be uh, paying close attention to the Giants, the Jets. I'm a Cowboys fan. Unfortunately, their season is already over. I'll be watching. I'll be watching football because I'm. I've got like four fantasy teams. Anything at all? Like uh, something fun? There's nothing else fun. Nothing on Netflix you want to get to? I've said this on WFAN a ton. I can't watch anything besides sports. I fall asleep. I I started She Hulk. I think I'm. I've seen the first two episodes of She Hulk. Uh, my wife tried to get me to watch The Boys, which is a, a superhero show, but they're like not DC or Marvel comics. I watched the first couple episodes of that, but I snooze. The only thing that can keep my attention are live plays happening. Like I need to see a pitch, a swing. Uh, I need to see the ball snapped. And pretty soon here we're going to have hockey and, and football preseason starting. So I don't know. I'm a sports guy. That's why I'm you in the gotta, sports you, industry. Make time for, you got to make time for something else. And you got to watch The Godfather a couple more times. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll put that on the list. Watch got, The Godfather so I actually listen, know at uh, least, The Godfather. At least two more times before December 31st. That is that is an assignment. Two times me. before the end of the year because yeah. I thought back. I was like, I watched The Godfather, I think, when I was in high school. Yeah, I need to yeah. watch it again because like, I don't think I was a like grown man to fully process all of it. It was one of those things like it was yeah. on, I don't know, like yeah. – tnt or something and i watched it no 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 go get get it full uncut no commercials all that stuff okay you got to do that um i'm actually i don't know if i'm going to get to it this week but season five cobra kai i gotta be i I gotta get to it i don't know if i can do it during baseball season season five season five it's out it just came out on friday and i've got a couple of off the netflix series Yes. Wow, I didn't realize they were already in season and, five and of Cobra Kai spinoff. Yeah, man, you can. There's ten more episodes, so you can you can rip <laughs> those in three off nights in the next ten days. Come on, man. No, I, I just I don't I don't have the time for it. I'm the I'm the nighttime host. I'm up till three thirty four in the morning. That I wake up <laughs> and I just go go go. I'm on TV. Uh, <laughs> I just don't have oh, any man. time to watch TV. It's like when I'm not watching, I'm, I'm studying or, or preparing. It's hard being a superstar, Keith. You gotta you gotta <laughs> figure out how to balance that out a little bit. But you're you're a rock star, Thanks, so sweetie. I know you will. This is BXB. It's the brand new Yankees podcast. We just completed episode four. Go back and check out the archive. We're brought to you from Odyssey, and we're available at all your favorite podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe, follow, review, all that jazz. Our producer, Ryan Chichester, doing a good job with the controls. He's Keith McPherson. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Please come on back for another episode and enjoy the rest of your week.